When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross-country and track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here tonight one last time for indoor with my husband, Kyle. Well, it's sad that we're uh, leaving indoor season, but you know what that means. Warmer temperatures. And outdoor track. And the spring is on the way. We finally get to go enjoy some of this nice southern weather before it gets unreasonably hot yet again. Absolutely. So, Kyle, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. So, we had one competitor. We had Maddie Malone go to the NCAA Championships this year. But I also kind of just want to do a little highlight reel of the best parts of indoor 2019. Well, it just doesn't make sense to do one whole show for one athlete, as awesome as she was. I was going to say, if you're friends or family with Maddie Malone, I think it makes sense. But there's only so many times you and I can reiterate how awesome Maddie is before everybody starts wringing their hands and pulling okay, their hair fair, out. So fair. we'll talk about indoor as a whole, as well as celebrate Maddie's performance at NCAA Championships. So... Obviously, let's talk about the NCAA Championships first. This was held this past weekend, March um, 7th, 8th, and 9th in Birmingham, Alabama. Like I said, it was the NCAA Indoor Championship meet. Maddie was the only Auburn competitor that we had. So congratulations to her first just for making it to the NCAAs. I think that's a huge accomplishment. Um, While she was there, she actually earned first team All-American honors after finishing 8th place on Saturday, March 9th, and she threw a, well, she did the weight throw with a throw of 21.49 meters. So that's a huge accomplishment in and of itself. So here's the interesting thing about this. When I was considering who was going to represent us, if anybody, at NCAA Nationals, never did I think that we would have a thrower or a field event. I thought we would have definitely a couple of runners representing us as well. Now, you got to think we're missing Akeem Bloomfield, Nathan Allen from the guys' side this year, especially that went on and went pro. So, you kind of you are seeing that drop off a little bit from losing that talent and trying to build up some of these other um, athletes as well to where they can compete on the national stage. Agreed, agreed. But it wasn't just the NCAA meet that Maddie did really well in, obviously, since she qualified. There were a lot of meets throughout the season that I just want to highlight on. So, the first thing was the Carolina Challenge, which was back in February. Um, she threw 19.03 meters, which at that point broke the freshman record in the weight throw, which was a six-year freshman record. She went on at the Tiger Paw Invitational to break her own freshman record with a throw then of 19.28 meters. And remember, folks, this is all happening in the state of South Carolina. So (laughs) Maddie is just dominating that state and running Clemson out of the place, the Gamecocks out of the place. She's doing amazing things as a freshman and we've had some very big names here in the past such as Tori McKinley who we're going to talk about a little bit later on here in the throwing events for us but to see a freshman coming up like this 
early on in the season and then eventually get to that ultimate stage in NCAA Nationals is very impressive. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit more about what she did at the SEC Championships. She threw for 22.11 meters in that meet to qualify her for the NCAA Indoor Championships. That's what got her there. And if that wasn't enough, she also gets named the SEC Women's Freshman Athlete of the Year. Freshman Field Athlete. Field Athlete. And she's the first ever Auburn athlete to win that specific award. So not only is she the only representative, not only was she making waves throughout the season, she goes and gets herself an award that Auburn has never done before. So we are very, very proud of Maddie, and she has done great things for us in indoor. It was fun to watch her in outdoor as well. Absolutely, and fun to watch throughout the season. So she's a redshirt freshman, so we've got quite a bit of time with Maddie Malone. So looking forward to seeing how she does in the future as well. So let's move on to some highlights throughout the season. Um, we'll start with the women and with the men and keep it moving, basically. So first off, we had Joyce Camelli. She's also a redshirt freshman. And at the Bob Pollock meet, she broke the 25-year-old freshman record in the 3,000 meter. So let me repeat that one more time. Broke the 25-year-old freshman record. <laughs> that is so funny to me. She finished fifth in that meet with a time of 9 minutes, 30.14 seconds, the previous record was set by Kathy Ward in 1994. So here's the question you have to ask yourself. Was Kathy Ward's mark just so far out there that no one else could attain? Yep. Or has have we not just had the talent to do so? No. I like to lean to the, was it the former in that scenario? Because I just think that's just a high mark that you have to be able to reach, especially, you know, as a freshman. So I mean, as, as we've seen in all events like whatever sport people get better over time you know new equipment is created right new new ways of um training all kinds of things so i think kathy ward's you know time of nine minutes 49 seconds in 1994 was incredibly ahead of her without time. all the advantages of today's technology exactly. and research yeah and it's also kind of sad to me to think that 1994 was 25 years ago that's a heartbreaker are you feeling old right now yeah. <laughs> okay, so next thing that Joyce Camelli did really well was at the Carolina Challenge, she won the 5,000 meters with a time of 17 minutes, 7.9 seconds. So overall, a great season for Joyce. And let me say this about Joyce as well. You know, I feel like you and I have said this at nauseum at times. Where's Brenda Kuygen been? Where's Brenda Kuygen At some point, someone has to step up, and boy, did she. I mean, yeah. Joyce has done some amazing things to, I, I don't want to make this sound mean, but to make us forget about Brenda. And I mean, for whatever reason, why she's not competing as well or as much as she did in the previous seasons, watching Joyce rise to the occasion here has been very fun to do so. Absolutely. So moving on to Presley Weems, this was a fun one to watch for me. Um, she's a miler. Everybody can kind of think about the mile in their frame of mind, whether it's from PE or a fun run. They kind of know what a time of the mile should be. So Presley Weems, she won the mile at the Carolina Challenge with a time of 4 minutes, 50.4 seconds. Then went on, did one better in my book, and PR'd at the Tiger Paw Invitational in the mile with a time of 4 minutes, 47.6 seconds. So she had a really good season with her mile run. Yes, worthy of recognition as well, right up there with Joyce Camelli. Let's move on to some other ladies. Mrs. Frances Patrick in the Carolina Challenge. She won the 3,000 meter with a PR of 10 minutes and 2 seconds. She stepped up her game in the next meet in the Tiger Paw Invitational with a PR in the mile 
of 5 minutes and 2.7 seconds. Let's also talk about Tori McKinley, who we've already mentioned as well, one of the throwers. In the Carolina Challenge, she won the weight throw there with a PR for her of 17.27 meters. So not to be outdone by Maddie Ballone, Tori McKinley also did some great things this year. Absolutely. We saw a lot of really great competitors in the weight throw. And I'm curious to know if Auburn has stepped up their game in their weight throw. I think they have. You know, I mean, I'm just thinking, do they have a new coach? Do they have new coaching tactics? On that note, they did hire a new coach recently. And I, I, I'm i ashamed to admit this. We haven't had our research ready for yeah. that. But they did just hire a new coach Could as well. be a field event coach? It could be. Possibly. So speaking of the weight throw, we had Erin Perkins at the Tiger Paw Invitational. She PR'd in the weight throw with a throw of 19.92 meters. Um, also at that same meet, the Tiger Paw Invitational, Abby Zane, she got a PR in the mile with a time of 4 minutes, 57.99 seconds. So if you remember throughout the season, the Tiger Paw Invitational was the best yep. meet for Auburn in general. We had more PRs, more wins than any other meet that they went to. So I hope they go back next year. Well, I would hope that you'd get better because you visited Clemson twice throughout the year so that you'd learn the field, the lay of every. And, and granted, this is all indoors, so you can't. Right. I guess you. it is a field but it's indoors, so I feel weird saying that it's actually a field. But hey, I'm glad that that was such a great event for us, and you saw a lot of great things come out of that. So that's our highlights for the ladies in this year's indoor track and field events. Let's talk about the boys a little bit. And let's just be honest here. Shout out to the ladies here. You did a little bit better in terms of overall. Overall, like PRs. PRs, and and just you kind of had a few more accomplishments. So well done, ladies. Hats off to you as well. Boys, you need to step it up a little bit. (laughs) But let's talk about probably the biggest storyline of the year for the guys, and that was the addition of some football players on the field. We we saw some three athletes. We're only going to talk about two of them because Sean Shivers, he had a decent season, but... Two of he only com- competed in a few meets. Right. And so he didn't have as many opportunities to shine. And let's start right off at the top there. Everybody knows Anthony Speedy Gonzalez, as I'm going to start calling him, Schwartz. He is a freshman at the Bob Pollock meet. He won the 60-meter dash with a time of 6.65 seconds. Woo, that's fast. Uh, tied the Auburn freshman record set in 2009 by Marcus Roland. If that wasn't enough, at the Tiger Paul Invitational, he broke the record with a time of six seconds, 6.59 seconds. I, I just don't know how a human being can be that fast. Right. And he has to compete. And if you're just to give people a little bit of perspective here, I personally look at the way they run on the track indoors and when they have to go up the hill at the end as like a deterrent from them like running completely all the way through. Because if I see this little hill that I have to run up and stop all of a sudden, I'm, I'm trying to stop a little bit early so I don't hurt myself going up that, that ramp there. It's it's a little bit unnerving to me. Um, I hate to call you out on the show like this. That's not where they run the 60 meter dash. Yeah, well, you know what? Just <laughs> it's way it's I saw one time they were running some type of dash right there and I thought that's what it was. Yeah, it was probably the 100 <sighs> that you saw. That probably yeah. was a little bit longer than 60 meter dash. Yeah, but to be fair, you're exactly right, but a strong indoor track athlete that won't slow him down. No, it will not. And here's the thing, and a lot of people are going to ask the question, if he was such a great athlete this season, why wasn't he competing? in nationals i thought the same thing coach spry actually was on the auburn tigers podcast this week discussing this and he said that he felt like with a little bit of a a slight injury that he had uh in the middle of the indoor season that it was best to not wear him out aggravate that energy when he had a potential very strong outdoor season coming up 
So as a freshman, you know, if this is a sophomore, junior, senior year where he's got an opportunity to make some really big waves, yep. you you might let him run. But now he's young. You don't want to hurt his football career. Thank you, coach. Thank you for not hurting his football career. Or his track and field career. Who says that he's I, even – who says that one is better than the other? What I, if he's a better I, track and field athlete than I have than dug myself a, a hole. I mean, nobody said that football trumps track and field. Come on, man. I just dug myself a hole I can't get out of, folks. So we're just going to move right along there. Yeah, I think there. that's best. Let's talk about the other football player Great. that was on there. Noah Igbenogany, the most awesome name on the field yes. and on the track. And I'm so proud that you've actually learned how to say his last Igbenogene name. Igbenogene is what I used to say. Yeah, that was incorrect. Igbenogany at the Carolina. Carolina Challenge, he had a PR in the long jump with a jump of 7.66 meter, and he also at the Tiger Paw Invitational PR'd at that time with a jump of 7.71 meters. So he again improved, and you already brought it up, the Tiger Paw Invitational was just the best thing throughout the entire of the indoor Seriously. season. Seriously. And, you know, where Anthony Schwartz can run, Noah Igbenogany can jump. Yes, that is correct. So moving on, we had Kevin Weiss, Tiger Paw Invitational, no surprise. He PR'd in the 3,000 meter with a time of 8 minutes, 16.99 seconds. And then our last athlete, the highlight, we got Dontavius Hill. We didn't hear a ton about him throughout the season, but he came in with a PR at the SEC Championships in the high jump with a jump cleared of 7 feet 1 inch. So huge, huge wins for Auburn throughout the season. I'm hoping that we can continue this throughout outdoor as well. So if I had to take a step back here and rank the meets for us, and I can only, I'm not going to rank them all, but like I would say Tiger Paw Invitational. Obviously. Clear in a way the best one throughout the year. But that SEC championship performance that they put together was pretty strong as well, I felt like, which was surprising to me we didn't see as many more athletes make it to nationals yep. other than Maddie Malone. Agreed. Completely agree. I think Carolina Challenge was really strong as well for Auburn. That's true. I mean, they, they didn't really have what I would call a weak meet this year. Whereas we've had, you know, seasons past where you and I have been talking about this. We've kind of had some struggling to find highlights to talk about because there were no first, second, and third placements. Yeah. There were a couple of PRs here and there. I think this is one of those times that if you're not a track and field fan, uh, or even someone who's aware that we have a track and field team. You need to get on board right now because there's a reason to do so. you got football players that you love to watch out there competing as well. That brings back memories of Bo Jackson and all that kind of great lore there. But you've also got some really incredible athletes overall, but underclassmen who are going to be fun to watch their careers at Auburn. Absolutely. So... We've got a couple-week break. The athletes do. I say we. Um, I mean, technically, we do, too. <laughs> right. But the athletes get a little bit of a break. And then outdoor track season starts March 22nd with the first meet at the Florida State Relays in Tallahassee, Florida. So are we just going to spend our entire time down in Florida? Is that the way this is going to Oh, go? I hope not. No, because they do go to Pennsylvania for the pin relays. Oh, pin relays are My coming favorite. up. I forgot about that one. It's usually, what, end of April? And we all, time? Yeah, and we always show out at the pin relays. Yep. And so I'm, yep. I'm really excited about that. Now I'm, I'm excited about the Florida State Relays. Last year we did really well at that meet. I mean, how can you get excited about going to Florida State? I mean, it is Tallahassee. I mean, we did well last year. We so. did well, but then you got to go wonder, is there going to be any shrimp left over there for oh, anybody to have? Gosh, it was crab legs, you little nerd. Crab legs, whatever Jimmis Winston took over there. Oh, Andy. my gosh. <laughs> excited for outdoor uh, track and field season. Though. Yes. So before we go, Kyle, I know people are going to be super depressed that we are out of track and field for two weeks. Where can they talk to you about it? If you want to find me, you can do so on Twitter at TigerEye24. And if you want to talk track and field with me, you can find me on Twitter at JessicaLoomisRN. 
And that's all we've got for the 2019 indoor track and field season. Thank you all for joining us along this season, and we look forward to talking to you in outdoor. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?